Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Tell your chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, Collider fans, this is John Roca. February is the month that means one thing to the entertainment industry. The biggest movie awards of the year, the 91st Academy Awards. And our good friends at BetOnline.ag can get you right in on all the fun and action with the odds on who's going to win the biggest awards of the evening. How fun is that? Sign up today for a free account on BetOnline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. Yes, a 50% sign-up bonus. You can bet on a number of categories. Categories, including Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Director, Best Movie. Do you think A Star is Born is going to do it? Do you think Rami Malek is a shoe in Do you think Glenn Close has this locked up? Or is Lady Gaga going to give her a run for her money? And do you think Roma, or is it Green Book, or even Black Panther, the best picture? Use your mobile device today and sign up at betonline.ag using the promo code PODCAST1 for 50% sign-up bonus. Also, try in-game live betting for all the fun action. Bet on Online.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales price does not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Damn. 
Dana Dave get a trilogy? Question mark. Ryan Johnson sticking around and C-3PO. He just keeps on tweeting. It's Collider Jedi Council. Starting now. Inspired. <laughs> Lennox Lewis was in the yeah. uh, studio, so I was like trying to look look tough. The and champ is over listen, there. Guy is a huge individual and a very nice man. So <laughs> he's very tall, though. Yeah, if you want to check out Lennox Lewis, check him out on uh, on Sports Time. Clyder Sports Time had a great interview with the guys, and there's a little special treat. Yeah, yeah. There's also something else. Working on something. Something that they just did with him that should be very fun. I'm probably going to put it on this. They will probably put it on this channel. So we'll see. But are you here for that? I don't think so. Here for Star Wars. A lot of stuff going on in the world of Star Wars today. Thank you for joining us. Joining us on the council today, as always, Mr. Kylo Candelo. Kyle, happy to be here. I got my new uh, Imperial uh, design shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Troy Mm -hmm. David sent it out. Look it up on uh, on the internet. There, where did uh, not get mine. uh, Yeah, he. uh, Yeah, working on it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get. Yeah, Threadless. Look it up on Threadless. Happy to be here, sir. Nice to have you. Making friends every day. Next to him, welcoming one more time back to the show. Hello, Fifo Diaz. Fifo Diaz, that's correct. Yes. I like this. What are you Thank you. This is actually um, a Padme-inspired yeah. uh, dolman sleeve, like, shrug collar awesome. situation uh, designed by my friend Katie Elhoffer. Oh, so, yeah, she nice. uh, she's made a lot of the stuff that you've probably seen me wear on the Schmodown. And, yeah, I like yeah. that. It's yeah. really cool looking. Thanks. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to talk about, you guessed it, Star Wars stuff. And we start with... Star Wars movie news. Everything that's happening in the films. And there's a lot of news, a lot of rumblings, a lot of things that might be true, a lot of things that are probably false. But uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about it. Ken, what's some of the things this thing that might be true? There's, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Beatles Live at BBC Sessions double album came out in the mid-90s, there's a clip of George Harrison going, it's just a, a, just a rumor. Just a rumor. <laughs> Play that on loop when you're talking about right. Star Wars stuff. Hey, starting off, uh, this, this might be true. We don't know. We're not here to confirm or deny. We're here to talk about things. Uh, Benny Offenweiss, Dan and Dave, uh, Game of Thrones. You heard of it? Heard I've of it, heard Christian? Of yeah, yeah, it's good yeah, song. Big, good song. big show. Big oh, show. show. <laughs> yeah, it's a show. Yeah. It's a documentary yeah, about yeah. a medieval war. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I've been working on a series of films, is the word, and suddenly uh, now we're thinking maybe it's a trilogy. Uh, this is uh, coming out of like uh, a, a guy, HBO is like, ah, you know, uh, they're taking a little time off from HBO. They might still be doing that controversial show, Confederate, um, but they're working on a trilogy of Star Wars movies. <laughs> Record scratch. What do you think? I is think it's true. true. You think it's true? Yeah, I think it's true because I think it's, it's probably a guy who is not tuned into this culture whatsoever, uh-huh. doesn't give a crap about spoiling Star Wars stuff, right? And, just, and, and heard through, he works at HBO. And he, I believe he's a producer on Game of Thrones, isn't he? I'm trying to double check the name. I, I, I thought he was. But yeah. Either way, he's he's affiliated with with HBO and probably had a bunch of conversations with Benioff and Weiss and said, yeah. "Yeah, we're doing this trilogy of movies." And just was in. They've had so many conversations about it. He's like, "Yeah, they're doing this trilogy, and and then we'll figure out if they're going to come back to the Confederate show afterwards." Not realizing that he just basically said, "Guess what, guys? It's a trilogy." <laughs> I think so. I think it would make sense. I think that I never understood. I mean, I was always excited about series of films because yeah. that could mean two trilogies, three trilogies. But three movies, great. Start me off. I'm convinced it's going to be about the the beginnings of the Sith and Jedi. But mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll be the Obi Wan thing. Probably not. But Emma, you hear this rumor. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this guy spilled the beans, or do you think we still don't know? Uh- I'm pretty firmly in the camp of this is definitely true as well. Um, simply from the standpoint of, as you say, Christian, I'm, I totally 
am on the same train as you of this is going to be some old Republic, early Star Wars history kind of stuff. Eras in the Star Wars Galactic Timeline that we know exist but haven't been officially explored within right. canon, even right. though they've been... Ex- mentioned. Yeah, mentioned. Right. We Again, they've only been alluded to. Obviously, Benioff and Weiss are very well suited to something like that, given their track record with Game of Thrones. However, I also think that given their track record with Game of Thrones that's taking, what, eight seasons to tell this epic tale... I don't think that Benioff and Weiss are necessarily your best choice for people to do just like one one movie, one and done. Right. But also, you're not going to immediately give these people nine movies. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think a trilogy that makes sense. Or they might not want to do nine movies. That's possible there, as well. There is a possibility, depending on what it is. Because remember, they're not directing it. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're given, if you're going to give someone nine movies, why not give it to them? Because that because then you could say, okay, they're going to. We know that the, in large, it's essentially would be a nine hour, to, uh, excuse me, a nine episode, two hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie each one so like i don't know i think that you could do it but i I also think that they want to do other things and don't want to be locked down into star wars because that's i don't think we're going to do that plan anymore of one a year i think that benioff and weiss's trilogy if it is indeed a trilogy the first one will probably come out in 2021 or 2022 um and then you'll probably get the next one two years later and then two years later after that unless they film it all in one that's what i was going to say unless they go lord of the rings on it and just you know everybody moves to new zealand for a few years films three movies back to back and then they come out i would love that i would love that the question is again if they're going to lock down hunker down and do that the question i have for you besides if whether or not you think it's true and we'll get into that ken is that do you think, um, because Benioff and Weiss have very much so dove into books to get materials, right, could they dive into some Old Republic books, whether it be Darth Bane stuff or read some mm-hmm. stuff into the Knights of the Republic? Or do you think they'll be receptive to, say, Pablo Hidalgo, Leland Shee, and, and people like that to say, hey, let's, if this is indeed the Old Republic, and go down that road? like. Answer both of those questions, or you have to leave the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, they'd be that. That's part of the reason they were selected is to hey, here's this whole world to build. Uh, George R. R. Martin did the building. I'm just I'm doing my rewatch like a lot a lot of people, and they get a, they get flack after about season five. Their team they go off George Martin's path, and it gets a little at times wonky. I can admit that. Mm-hmm. But go back to some of the best stuff is stuff that they they and their team created for the show, stuff that's not in the books. So I think that it's a good balance. I, I just don't want anyone to get their hopes up and thinking this is, quote, the old republic. Mm-hmm. I think it is more beyond that. And I think they could go through and go, you know, this could work. Bane could work. Right. Uh, Revan could work. Something, something like that could work. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that some of that pops up. I just don't think it's going to be based on it. The you know? recruiting, yeah. I, I yeah, and I, I think you and I are the same. We've always been in the same mind. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think we're going to see. Re- well, do we hear of Revan and stuff? But I don't think it's the story of Revan. Right, I don't right. think it's the story of no. Bane. I think it's going to be something completely new. They're going to really start to create their own history because mm-hmm. sure. we don't know. As Star Wars fans and legends, we know that some of the old Republic stuff was three thousand years ago. Right. So maybe in Benioff and Weiss, if they decide to go back, that the old Republic stuff that we know now. It's 800 years ago, or right. it's 1,000 years ago. That's where the Jedi and Yeah, the I was going to say, because right. it's, it's sort of a nebulous time yeah. period anyway, so there is a lot of room, and I, I think that you bring up a good point, Ken, of they Thanks, are... Emma. They are... You're welcome. <laughs> Just one, though. Just one. Oh, yeah. that's your one for the whole show. Uh, that, I'll take it. That with Benioff and Weiss, they are people who do very well with some sort of existing material and Mm. shaping it into a medium in shaping it into a format that is more appropriate for its medium, which in this case is, 
the screen and not necessarily getting they, they do a really good job of not getting overly bogged down with some of the details. I am one of those people that has some problems with some things that they've done with Game of Thrones, but totally agree with you that also some of the best stuff has been their creations. So. Yeah, and I think it's funny that when you look at, and you, have you read all the books? Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's what, I, what I've found um, from a lot of people who have not read the books. To me, the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones have been the best. Um, right. And I, and I'm, I have, but I've never read a single book. Whereas my brother texted me towards... Actually, I think it was the finale of the yeah. last season. Text me and goes, "This is by far the worst season yeah. of Game of Thrones." Oh, and I loved it. I loved it because I, I was getting I was getting tired of George R. R. Martin being so miserable all the time and killing everybody. I was getting tired of it because it just well, stand uh, by to stand by, yes. sir. It's okay to close it out that way. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. okay if you want to make the last season miserable because now you've given me some other stuff to get my hopes up. Yeah, and yeah that's okay. So everything was just like yeah. it's just like real life. Anyone could die. I'm like I could. That happens in life all the time. I'm tired mm-hmm. of it. Give me. Yeah, I want to yeah. see my heroes actually win sometimes mm-hmm. and then they did and people didn't like that people didn't like that they went away from the books but the reason I, I like bring that, that up is because I think that I like the choices of Benioff and Weiss what they do as a hardcore mm-hmm. book fan then yeah you're always, the book fans are always no matter what the franchise no is, matter what it's, it's Harry it's Potter true. or whatever you're yeah be you just when you have that much of an emotional investment in yeah. the source material but I think that this is again the ideal situation of there's a lot of material that exists. We've seen a track record in new canon of Star Wars of them bringing in stuff from what was formerly Expanded Universe and is now technically Legends and making it canon. Right. And that is exactly, like, Benioff and myself have a whole, like, Library. field day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, what they could do, and I'm interested, like, we know Star Wars Rebels gave us a, a little snippet of, uh, what's it, Tar Vizsla, right? The, yeah. house, the Mandalorian Jedi, all that, the Darksaber, all that kind of history. Like, that could be referenced. Maybe we don't see it, but it's part of this history of uh, this happened. We don't know when exactly. The histories have changed. And then then they can build up something new while still also paying homage to some of the things we're either familiar with or or want. There's just a base level want Mm -hmm. by a lot of fans. And I also think that we have to not forget the rise of the Sith Lord that is happening. And that is Dave Filoni has a chance um, to really start to up his power in, (laughs) and I say Sith Lord lovingly because, like, he he refers to himself that way, too. But, like, Mm -hmm. he... Yeah, he's he a is, lovable asshole. That's what he, he said. Well, he is the show. He is the showrunner. I definitely heard part of that. Yeah, he is. He is the showrunner yeah. of the Mandalorian. It, I believe he is. <clears throat> I, I definitely oh. believe Favreau would tell you uh, he's in charge. No, he's a, he's in charge, the overall yeah. executive producer. Mm-hmm. But I think that Filoni's the showrunner. Yes, but still, <laughs> whatever. He's got a lot of power yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Favreau's got the most. He's right up there. Mm-hmm. My point is the animation guy is no longer just the animation guy. Right. He is doing some stuff. Now, mm-hmm. now, if the Mandalorian does what I think that it could do and what a lot of Star Wars fans hope will do, it yeah. will do um, then he's going to have a lot more power. And the reason why I think that is also great is because then he's going to move over and say, hey, Dave, you had such great success with the Mandalorian. Besides just working on the next TV show, why don't you go work with Benioff and Weiss? And that's the guy you want there as kind of the overall consultant. So when if he has success breeds more opportunity. Mm. So if he has success on The Mandalorian doing the stuff, the directing and all that, then don't be surprised if Dave Filoni is at least considered to direct one of these, of the, of the three movies. The movies? Yeah, yeah. Possible to see how Mandalorian goes because yeah. we'll have enough time in between to find out. Uh, what I really like about this is... Uh, I think one of Filoni's strengths is he's really in line with George on the understanding of the Force and the cosmic force and all that kind of stuff. And and if this is truly about the early days, we we throw around the word formation, but just like, you know, we're still learning. Our lightsabers are battery powered. We're going to figure this out. All that kind of stuff. Like Dave would Dave would uh, keep that 
what I love about George, which is he, you get him talking and he, the midi-chlorians and whatever, whether you like it or not, it's all in his brain, just like George R. R. Martin and eel pies for dinner, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and I, that would be, that would be cool to me. Like they sit, he sits down with, with Dan and Dave and like, Hey, like here's some thoughts kind of yeah. straight from the man in the flannel himself. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on. What's next? You want to move on? Let's you, do that. Let's do this, this silly story. Oh yeah, so this I, I didn't I didn't I didn't see this. I, I actually schedule most of my tweets, so no. I try to mm. avoid everything. To, to just not be on Twitter as much, right? I got a lot of video games to play, Christian. Um, uh, so I saw that I got, I got uh, oh, yeah. someone sent me a DM like, "What do you uh, What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "What do you, you know?" This, the, Ryan Johnson. This rumor breaks out yesterday. Uh, Ryan Johnson uh, not doing the the trilogy of movies, maybe removed of it. It, it took up that internet wildfire, Christian. And then about an hour later, he tweeted out with all, with all due respect uh, the to the movie bros. bros or whatever it is. Uh, this is not not the case. I'm working on it right now. So. No, I think this was a classic. I mean, we've we've had many conversations on um, on Cloud Alive about what is and what isn't. Click by mm-hmm. uh, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is clearly a case of that yeah. because I think that they probably think, well, we haven't heard anything, so yeah. let's put it out there. Well, and on top of that, they're trying to appeal to the Ryan Johnson haters because right. they exist. You know, yeah, yeah. there's no denying it. Tons so, of them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they and they did that, and then Ryan Johnson goes out and, and says, no, I'm still working on it. Now, that being said, and just to kind of reiterate points that I made earlier this morning, I don't think he's going to wind up doing the trilogy. Um, I think that it is still in development. I mm-hmm. think that they're still working on it. I think it is definitely on the back burner right now. I th- and, and that has nothing to do with Ryan Johnson. It has, it has to the fact – it has little to do with Ryan Johnson, but I think that the, what it is is mostly – we're focusing on Mandalorian. We're focusing, focusing in on, on Cassian Endor, and we're focusing in on whatever Benny Off and Weiss are going to do. That's, I believe, the game plan at the moment. Um, let Ryan Johnson develop a little bit more, and then maybe one in like four or five years from now, if he's still got it and he's still working on it, and people. Because the, here's the point I made earlier this morning. What kind of person is Ryan Johnson? Right. Is Ryan Johnson the type of guy that I mean, clearly he has a lot of people who support him. There are mm-hmm. many people who are watching right now who love Last Jedi. There are many people in this chat room right now who hate Last Jedi. Right. It's we can all agree that it's 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 the Star Wars movie that has split the fan base even more so than than like any of the prequels early on. It, it, it is it is split the fan base completely. Now, is Ryan Johnson the type of guy that just goes, well, yeah, some people hated it, but a lot of people loved it, so I'm good. I'm just going to keep on working. Or maybe I don't even have to do this anymore. I'm going to take off. Or is he the type of guy that goes, I wish I would have gotten at least the majority of those people on my side. You never hear from him say that, but he says that. And then he goes, you know what? I'm going to take this trilogy, and I'm going to shove it down the haters' throats because I'm going to make them love it. Sure. And he does something. I wonder if the people who hated Last Jedi, if they liked Looper. It's just a a question. I loved Looper. Not a big fan of Last Jedi. So I'm wondering if he's going to win those people over to say, I'm going to come back, and those people who don't like what I did will watch this. It's an interesting question, I I certainly think, because Ryan Johnson certainly comes across as the type of person that unless you are attacking somebody that he worked with, because he's very defensive um, in a good way of of his team, essentially. Yeah, he's very he's very protective. Um, But if you're just coming after him, he comes across as like. I don't give a fuck. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, however, I think it's an interesting conversation because like you were saying, Christian, you really love Looper, but you didn't love Last Jedi. Right. But I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that there were a lot of people that felt, and I and I respect people's feelings, that Ryan Johnson didn't like 
have enough respect for Star Wars with making Last Jedi, particularly because you were dealing with the Skywalker saga in this thing that, again, people are really, really emotionally invested in the story arc yeah. of. But if now you have Ryan Johnson, same universe, but not dealing with any characters that people are already emotionally invested in, that I do think there is a good possibility of him shoving that down the haters' throats and being like, look, I'm a great filmmaker. It's a fantastic point. because I, And I, it's the Ooh. same point, again, I made earlier this morning, is that I think it is a good Ryan Johnson movie. I just, there's a lot we differ on this, but I think that there's just a lot of things that were not Star Wars inside of that. And he can make what you just said. He can go off and make a trilogy that we have no idea what it's about, something in the Outer Rim, and you learn new characters, and it's this whole thing. A majority of people, if it's a good movie like Looper, right, and it fits into it, people forgive pretty easily. Then there are other people, and Dorina made this point this morning, that just want to hate, to hate, no matter what the, per- the guy does. But... It, I, I honestly think it's a moot point because I think he's going to eventually walk away from it and he's not going to want to deal with it anymore and he's going to want to make his own stuff. I don't think he's going to want to deal with this anymore. But, Ken, where do you stand with all this? I, I don't. I, uh, there was a great band uh, back in the day called uh, Man or Astro Man, and it's a question you sometimes have to ask yourself. Are you man or are you Astro Man? And that's what seems like you're asking Ryan Johnson. And I, I don't have that answer. I don't know. I know a couple of people will know him. Well, let's find out next week. What do you think? <laughs> Text do you think he's going to stick around? I think he sticks around. I think he sticks around. I, I think this is, uh, like, like you said, on the back burner for a lot of business reasons right. because the streaming service, uh, Mandalorian, Cassian Andor, and I think some other big things coming on the end of that. After that, I think that is Iger's legacy. And I think that's right. he's still very much in charge of the situation. It's not dead, but we're not going to see it anytime. Yeah, soon. and I, I and yeah, and I think that's that's where we're at with yeah. it. I, I think he'll stick around, whether or not he directs every one of them or gets. I think he might. That might be another right. question to have too. Maybe he directs the first one, hands it off. I, I don't know, but I just I'm not. Have, I, I'm a fan of it of hap, of wanting it to happen. I'm just going to uh, resign myself to having patience. Yeah, we were just, I just remember we were supposed to have him in. A couple times, and I like towards the end of it, yeah. like, they kept setting it up like, oh, he's coming in, he's coming to come in, and then that's when the big wave of hate started coming in. He's like, ah, yeah. oh, he's just tired of doing interviews. I'm like, yeah, I understand why. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he I can would, just come compete on the Schmodown instead. I want, I, I want him for an hour. I want, I want him in a room for an hour. I want to have a conversation because I want to, I, I want to get past like, not that he's like. Uh, dishonest because that's the no. farthest thing from what he is he's a very honest person but i want to ask i don't want the public to be like well don't ask him this don't ask him that i can't stand that let's just have a conversation so just be open and honest some things you don't want to risk your job and say right, like, right. well i'm definitely doing it now i'm fired like mm. of course but let's have an open conversation how did you really feel yeah. about all this stuff what's going on next i want to talk to this guy i mean like i would love yeah. to sit down with him for like an hour and just do a full-on just conversation with ryan johnson so ryan johnson i know your brother watches come on <laughs> let's do it finally sit down one-on-one me and you let's sit down that's the challenge my friend you won't do it all right what's next <laughs> all right we've got some what do you want you got your choice here you got choice like a choose your own adventure novel you want to talk about palpatine at star Wars celebration or c-3po going crazy <laughs> take a guess all right, it's C three pit. We can finally announce uh, Star Wars Celebration will be uh, ha- uh, having a special guest Ian McDermott, of course, Palpatine Sheev coming on down. He was there in Orlando for the 40th anniversary. Uh, he and Hayden uh, to a rousing standing ovation coming out. So he's there, and so hey, you know, uh, is this is this further proof of your diabolical dream that he's in Episode Nine? My diabolical theory that he's in Episode Nine, and uh, yes, I do believe that it's proof. And I think that well, by the way, he was in Orlando. They didn't make a big announcement like this. The way that they made this kind of like they said, yeah, he'll be there too. But this is. This this is like a this is like a big single push on him coming back. 
shows up in Rebels. He's back in the Star Wars fold. It started with Orlando. Um, he's coming back in Episode Nine. Whether or not you think, well, why? How, how could they put that together? The, it's it's sci-fi fantasy. They'll find a way. It's really more fantasy than sci-fi too. It just happens to take yeah. place in space. No science fiction <laughs> fantasy though, because yeah. you look, like it's not science fiction. No, it's, science fiction is complete. I, I'm, I'm on yeah. Yeah, yeah. science fiction fantasy yeah. because there is a lot of science in, sure. involved inside of it. But it's but yes, it's, it's way a, more fantasy. It's a space based. opera. It's Correct. great. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I I'm with you on the. He's almost certainly going to appear in episode nine. I think that the fact that, you know, you're bringing back Lando for episode nine, like people want to see him come back in some capacity because you're just bringing everything full circle. So, and I mean, even if he's not, I want to see him in Star Wars Celebration. So I'm happy. I I think he's going to tie in. I think he's going to be a huge part of episode nine. Ken, what do you think? Is this, does this confirm it or, or or Uh, it doesn't to me, it does not confirm it. They're they're They're, it's slow. They're slowly rolling out celebration information. They haven't released any, Programming information, I think sometimes uh, the, the Star Wars shows like, here's a list of Michael Paddington, Moff Jar Gerard's coming. And I think this one is a big one. I don't think it, I, I, I think you know, Phantom Menace is having its 20th year anniversary yeah. tied to that. Yeah. So I don't look at this and go, confirms, but. Maybe, head scratch. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, this all kind of, yeah. it all makes sense. And I am not one who hears your theory about Palpatine 9 and goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, this, that, that, that would work and I'd be interested. So well, let me yeah. ask you this in hypothetical, another hypothetical. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say that he is in mm-hmm. episode 9, right? Mm-hmm. Would it behoove J.J. Abrams right. in the teaser trailer at Celebration to show him if he has a big enough role? Or do you save the reveal at all uh, when, when you see it in the theater? Yoda stuff. Mm. Yoda style. Or do you say, no, 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 he's back and he's got a lot to do in this one and try to sell it off the fact that he's, your, he's the big bad? What, would, what do you think is going to happen if he is in episode nine? I am more of the Yoda style Surprise. opinion. Yeah. Surprise. Definitely suggest it a little bit, but not confirm. Never show him in the trailer. We don't actually see him until the movie. Ken? I would probably, depending on the amount that you'd think this factors into the story as, as your theory, I, 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 I could pro- I'd lean to agree with Emma. But I can't deny that if we're sitting there in a panel and there's action, this and that, and then it fades out and the last words are, you know. Whatever. I am back. From the <laughs> not, not I am back. <laughs> yeah. They'll lose their minds. Yeah, yeah. But, or just, I am yeah, back. Yeah. You've ruined Star yeah, well, you know, you know what I mean. I'm you know what I mean? Or yeah. what, what if he yeah. just wiped them out? All of them. What, whatever, it whatever it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like you have, or, or he looks at Kylo and yeah. goes, "You have done well." Yeah, we'll be clapping like clapping like Brendan Fraser, yeah. just jumping up and down. Like it'll be the best thing. Yeah. Here we go. Side <laughs> shot. All right, what's next? Uh, what's next is. Uh, C-3PO. Oh, what did he do? Oh, yeah. He, and this, I'm, I'm, I'm including this. Again? I'm including this because it also ties it a little bit to the rumor mill. Oh, they put a great job, Cody, or Adam, whoever made those. Oh, amazing. Um, uh, but I love this note from our producer, John Roca. It's Star Wars, Anthony Daniels continues sharing cryptic tweets and then all caps. He needs to stop. I can hear the outlaw saying it. Um, part of this stuff, the first one, I think, is... February 4th. How strange. I'm receiving images. Yeah, Something, that's right. what we were talking mm-hmm. about. That's what we were talking about last week. That people yeah. thought, again, there's no way Uncle Bob Iger is, hey, Tony Daniels, send out a cryptic tweet because on the finance call, I'm going to release the title. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. That was never going to happen. Um, but he keeps going. <laughs> and he's still tweeting this. This last one. Signals faint, but now more bright stars because paleo fading and fa- 
he is he's he's on one. I don't know what's going on. He you know he wrapped nine. Maybe he's feeling the feeling it going. I don't know. Uh, I think my, my friend Jennifer Landa. I feel like he was hammered in a bathtub. Yeah, right. Uh, Jennifer Landa over four centers the theory that this has more to do with Galaxy's Edge than anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but. Your guess is as good as mine. Well, he says in that one, he says it's not a trailer or, or the title. Yeah, yeah, I missed that one. Top, oh, I did miss that one. one. Okay. He says it doesn't seem to be the right shape for a movie title or a trailer. Can't see an X or anything. Oh, yeah. the signal's faded. I'm sure there's a... Okay. I did miss... I missed I miss that one. That's yeah. hilarious. Um. Yeah, I, haven't really, I haven't been keeping up with any of this because I just don't care. It's, <laughs> I, I just don't care. It's, 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 let it, it's it, not a big deal. Whatever he's doing and he's a, having fun no, with the yeah. fans, I just it's, think it's it, fine. It, it ties in, understandably. I totally understand why the first tweet, a finance call, there was this little thing of, uh, good morning, America, Disney's got something tomorrow. I understand if you're thinking, oh, maybe they'll release the title. But I, I just sometimes you should apply logic to these situations. Uh, and sometimes I, I wish official Disney, uh, excuse me, official Star Wars Lucasfilm Twitter was a little more ahead of this kind of stuff. Yeah. With all due respect to our favorite droid. It's mm-hmm. not coming tomorrow. Like, no. I wish there was a little more of that. No, sorry. Yeah. Like I said, we're, t- we're, we're right around the corner from Celebration. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody just needs to relax and yeah. sit back and say, okay, why aren't we getting a, a trailer? Because that's the answer. Why aren't we getting a trailer? Why aren't we getting a title? Why are we- right. Because it's Celebration's around the corner. Exactly. That's yeah, really- if you have your big event coming up in a timely fashion to advertise your movie that's coming out in December... Just wait. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah. and, and the timeline ties. Our friend Hello Greedo, uh, who's been doing, he, he just did a history of the title reveals, right? And like mm. you got Empire Strikes Back was like in an interview in 1978 or something. George is like, eh, the next one's Empire Strikes Back. Right. You know, before like, it was the thing. Before it was the mm-hmm. thing. And it, and it does. The ten month time frame, not counting Force Awakens, which was a little special, is is accurate. So I, I I'm not I won't be surprised if it drops the moment this episode ends or drops tomorrow morning, and you can talk about it on Collider Live. I'm totally uh, that's in the realm of possibility. I just I just I just uh, I, I just patience. Obi Wan preach, preaches patience. It's, Yoda patience. Yeah, we'll get all of it really really soon because I think that if they <coughs> want to give more information, I, I think they do it the way the Avengers did it. I think they just. Show the trailer. The trailer. Release the title at the end of the trailer. Have everybody talk. In mid April's when we get that. That's yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's, that's, that's, yeah, it's like, oh, April. It'll be like April eleventh or twelfth. We're almost yeah. there. If they drop it on that Friday. It's also it's Star Wars, so you don't really have to advertise it that much because everyone's going to go see it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> go ahead, and no, and my final point is, and again, like. It only speaks to the passion of the fan base yeah, that wants absolutely. this information. That's not a that's not a bad thing Mm-mm. in and of itself. That is not a thing. It's just uh, I think it fuels. I saw I saw a friend, uh, someone I follow. He follows me. He's over at Bar- Bar- Barstool Sports and Robbie. And he was just like, "Where did they, Disney? You let me down. Disney didn't let anyone down last week. There was no way that Bob right. Iger was going to give this title out. Just uh, just yeah. I don't think they it, needed to give it out. It's like, yeah. It didn't let yeah. me down at all. But one of the things you know, we're talking about celebration here. I can say that we are going to have a presence at. Star Wars Celebration, so hopefully you can come and join us for some of the stuff that we're going to be doing. On that Friday, I believe at 3 p.m. on the fan stage, we're going to be doing the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It's going to be a five-way contender match. Um, I know some of the people that are going to be in, in that right now. It's Joseph Scrimshaw is one. Um, Molly Damon is the other. Oh, Alex, da- Alex Damon, the champion's oh. wife, will be playing. So she's those been the two. one training she's him. She's been studying so. with him. So. I know. So those are two. Oh, that's out, awesome. That's two out of the five. So I'm going to I'm going to keep the other ones under my hat at the moment. But uh, to let you guys know, and then the winner of that will play against Alex Damon for the championship on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and you want to get tickets for that? You just go to the Schmodownlive.com. But we're going to be doing a 
a Fatal Five Way in the convention center and the fan stage at 3 p.m. on Friday. And then on Sunday, the Jedi Council panel will be from 2.30 to 3.30 at the podcast stage. There'll be official, more official announcements there. But if you're in Chicago, you're in the Chicago area, please go and get those tickets for the showdown now because we've already sold over 600 tickets. They're going to go, they're going fast yeah. and they might be sold out by that time. We only have general admission available too now. Yeah. I think for Chicago, we already sold out of the meet and greets and the VIPs. So right. yay. Good job, Chicago. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can come and check us out. Please do. I know maybe not a lot of people knew, but the Star Wars championship will be on the line and who's the boss will also be playing uh, in a TBD number one contender match. Uh, okay. Ken, what else we got going on? Jedi Council panel Sunday. Yes. Sunday. So if, if, uh, if we're sticking around, yep. I'm going to be watching the Game of Thrones premiere in a hotel room, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Sorry, buddy. We'll have a party. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm mentally prepared. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the next uh, little category there, buddy. What do you got there? Uh, you want to go to Oh, the uh, next one? We're yeah. switching away from the movie news. Yeah, and now we're going to go and we're going to talk about other things happening in the world of Star Wars. And that's what's the deal with canon? Everything that happens in the world of Star Wars that connects back to the movies. But it could be video games. It could be books, comic books, TV shows. And it seems to be the canon starts to be creeping up and taking over the majority of the stories these days. Got anything big this weekend? Well, uh, Denna Geek ran an article about what we know about Je- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the big game coming out that uh, EA needs to work because mm-hmm. not a lot of people like what EA is doing. Is that so, Makuga with the red sword? Uh, that does. Looks red a little saber, sorry. Like, like, red like, saber. Like, uh, <laughs> Looks like a little like Tormund yeah. Giants he, I was going to say, I think he's got a little more Pace ginger in and his our, beard. And our old stand-up friend, John Huck. Looks a little like yeah, Huck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's some things we know. Uh, it's got lightsabers in it. Check. Shocking. Check. Uh, we've got... Uh, it takes, uh, takes place after episode three. Oh, okay. It's coming oh, yeah. this autumn. And... Where's the final one? Oh, it. Oh, where? Really? Uh, this is exciting. Exciting. Mm. I'm <laughs> watching Ken scroll through his well, laptop. It's freezing. It's like my um, dad going through Skype. Uh, it hasn't been canceled, uh, oh, is yeah. the other final note. That's, Thanks, the, name of, that's, yeah. the, that's that, the name of, this, of the video yeah. game. Well, yeah. and the, the um, company that's developing it with EA, Respawn, just launched Apex mm. Legends, which, like, with no advertisement whatsoever it's basically a battle royale game and it is blowing up it is wow. it is like the number All two the after Fortnite game now. on twitch right yeah. now so yeah so and it's a beautiful game yeah. so i'm really excited to see what they do with this title because obviously i mean we, we've talked about this a million times on the show that as as a gamer, what I crave is a really good single player story experience. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm excited for the, any Star Wars video game that tells a story. Mm. I haven't. I mean, I like that's why I like Battlefront Two because I, I wanted to know Andy Inverse's story, sure. her story. Um, so, but I'm I'm at a point right now. I'll believe it when I see it. Sure, I'm, that's just how I am with Star Wars video games at the mm-hmm. moment. They're just I, I would not be surprised in a month from now. He's like, guess what? The game was canceled. Because it seems to be happening. No, I, I, I would have said the same thing, but just given the success of Apex Legends and Respawn working on it, that's why I'm more confident Good. that this really is happening. No, because, again, there, there was yeah. basically no advertisement at all. Will there be word, you think, or some more word of celebration about it? I think so. Yeah? yeah I, I, I think hopefully we'll get to see a little bit of gameplay footage. Okay. I mean, obviously, the dream is if they have a little playable demo, sure. then, like, sign me up. But, yeah, I, I would hope that we would at least see a little bit of a teaser trailer or something. I mean, especially if it's coming out in the fall, that means it's mostly done. It does come out, it's a, they say this fall? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, oh, all right. definitely. We got a lot coming, man. It's going to be a yeah. busy time. All right. So Mandalorian episode nine. That. What's next? Uh, let's talk a little Cassie and Andor series. We, sure. still, mm-hmm. we still don't know a lot, Nothing. but we know that the folks creating it know more. Uh, and Alan Tudyk, you know him, yeah. K2SO. K2. Uh, he was uh, speaking to comicbook.com uh, about the possibility of K2SO being in the series, and he was especially vague, as one would expect. He did say this, so it's a prequel. So it is a prequel. I love those guys. I do. I love those guys. Uh, Diego Luna is one of my favorite people on the planet. I know what they're doing, and it's very exciting. We talked about it. So, you know, that neither confirms nor denies. It would make sense if he's around. There's the one-shot comic of where they met. I forget where it falls exactly on the timeline. Um, but it's a possibility. I think a lot of people would want that. We'd talk about it. I would love that. I think everybody would like He's the best part of, of all of Rogue One, I think. Yeah. Um, it's very important what you say about the comic book because they are going to follow the canon on this thing. Yeah. If this series takes place before that, mm-hmm. then we're not going to see him for a little bit. Nope. Right. Or we might not see him at all, depending on when, when they said it. Because, mm-hmm. how, because I believe that the Cassian Andor comic book series takes place not too far before Rogue One starts, right? I, I, it, it's a quick one shot. I got, I, 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 it was okay. Um, so I didn't stick in my brain a lot. I'll, I'll dig that up or maybe someone can tweet yeah, I us. Wonder. I yeah. wonder we are many... live, so maybe someone can tweet us the exact time. Yeah, let us know. You guys know how many years it is or at all before the events of Rogue One because that would say a lot. Um, if mm-hmm. it takes place a couple of years before, then they could. I don't think you're going to start with him having K2SO at all. I think. Right, yeah. I, I think that. He, I, don't, I don't think I'd want that either. No, and I wouldn't no. mind. I wouldn't mind seeing. You can. This is where I don't want them to say, well, it's already happened in the book or the comic, so we can't show it. Yeah. Show sure. me. Show me your interpretation of the yeah, comic book I, meeting. I, I, I totally agree with that because, I mean, even even as you know, somebody that watches a lot of anime, much of which is adapted from you know comics, Japanese comics, mm-hmm. manga, like in, for example, Sailor Moon, there were like some one shot manga stories that they never adapted to the screen, and I'm like, no, I want to see that, right. and I think that that is absolutely the case with this, and and that K2, as you say, is such a great character that. I definitely wouldn't want to see him right away because if I were making the story, it's something I would want to save as like, okay, well, we're going to build up to this thing that people are going to be really excited about. Well, when he teams up with K2 and, you know, reprogrammed, I mean, he's very much in the Rebel Alliance by there. I'm I'm really interested in, and even before that, Cassian Andor. When he joins K2SO in the comic books, he's he's it. It is the the Cassian we know in Rogue One, timeline-wise. So So I I definitely want some, some growth. You know, maybe it's even season two i don't know mm-hmm. but i i just i want to see a little bit more of what caused C- cassian to commit to the rebel I'm, I'm with you i want to see how they recruited him yeah i want to see what they used i want to see some of the people that he probably met some people that got him in there that probably didn't make it out alive because they're they're dropping like flies like sure. even in rogue mm-hmm. one so um yeah i'm very i'm very excited to see where they go with this series i think this series could be i think people because cassian's not exactly the most exciting <laughs> character in star wars history yeah. but i think that this is why, once again, television series have the opportunity to make a character that was just, okay, great, because there's so much time to develop who he is, and you can feel for him more. And with an, an incredible actor like Diego Luna, I think this series could be something special. Still looking forward to The Mandalorian just a little bit more, but I still want to see Cassian. Um, yeah, I would, it's funny because someone said, you keep saying you want to see Mandalorian more so than Episode Nine. Is that the same with Cassian? No. I think for me it's Mandalorian first, Episode Nine, and then... Cassian. And, and, but that's not taking away anything from any one of the three. Whatever, yeah, whatever comes beyond. I think, Correct. I think we're getting more streaming shows. I think, I think that's going to Depending work. on the success. Depending on the success. Yes. Absolutely. Right, Absolutely. 
Uh, that is kind of it. We get the comic roundup. with Age of Republic Count Dooku is out. I'm excited to read that one. I've just got the Anakin one. Uh, the, the, the Age of the Republic series is uh, going real good. It's, it's some good, insightful stuff. Little one-shots, a lot of fun. Uh, the Imperial Cadet solo, not my favorite thing. It's, it's not hitting. Uh, they gotta let they gotta let the uh, Alden Aaron Wright <laughs> solo go away. Mm-hmm. They gotta let him go away. I think like, stop I think holding maybe. on to it. It, it, it. This was obviously clearly in, in, in play before the you know the movie know. came out. Hoping but that it would stick. Yeah. it's not sticking. Like, you, you yeah. Let the past die. Let it go. Yeah, let I just go. don't care that much about the Imperial Cadet times of Han Solo. Really, not the way it was set up. No, it's like it's like it's, it's 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 just not working, guys. Yeah, it's like let it go. Um, but anyway. So that's everything in the world of canon. And now we turn it over to you guys to where it could be a tweet. It could be from the Collider Jedi Council Facebook group. Uh, any one of those. Or maybe just right now you're out there and you're watching live. You've been tweeting and letting us know. And Ken, you got something for us? Anything? Yeah, let's start with this big one here from Donald Allen Jones. Donald Allen Jones. Sounds like a Star Wars actor. Yeah, just and it's my middle name as well, Kenneth Allen. So, in the most recent episode of Star Wars Resistance, the character Tam mentions that her grandfather worked in an Imperial factory and asked something along the line of, was he evil too in this discussion that was going on with Jarek Yeager? Uh, what are y'all uh, thoughts on the everyday synergy in the known Star Wars governments, whether it be Republic, uh, Confederate of Independent Systems, Empire, New Republic, First Order, and do you think we'll ever see a canon story from, say, a Nerf Herder's point of view or someone down below? Hashtag Collider Jedi Like Council. someone on the lower side? Mm-hmm. Someone, I, we did in a way, but I know what he's mm-hmm. saying, something focused, but Bodhi Rook mm-hmm. was yeah. a transport driver. Took a job, he worked yep. at Jedi, needed a job, this is what he did. But that's one of the, the really good things of new canon, that, that Claudia Gray really started off with Lost Stars. So that old Kevin Smith joke from Clerks, there was contractors yep. up there. On the Death Star, you know, and, and mm-hmm. explores that. So yeah. I'd love to dive into that with you. I don't think I've really ever discussed that with you. This is, this is the thing, and I always have to be very careful with the way I say this because mm-hmm. you offend somebody, too. But remember, when the Nazis were fighting, the Nazis were the, were the, mm-hmm. they were the government. Right. So when the Nazis, mm-hmm. t- when they were the acting government. So when the Nazis were recruiting, they said, you have to fight for our country. And you have to fight with the Nazi army. Not everybody inside. Uh, that army, we, they, were, they were just citizens. Yeah. A lot of them were just citizens. Now, there were a lot of them that were very evil and, and bought into um, everything that Hitler was selling. Uh, so they were the same way with the empire. The empire, there are a lot of people who believe in what Palpatine's doing and believe in the extermination of the aliens and everything else, too. There are other people there who are just trying to feed their family and not get killed. Um, so I think that that's what Claudia Gray has yeah. has explored. I think that's what Chuck Wendy has explored. A lot of these uh, authors have explored this, and it's been explored in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Jason Fry, I mean, every, everyone has done it in his novel, sorry, sorry. But I think that you should do it uh, and could do it. Because there's, it, it's it's great to show that side uh, of the empire, not just someone who just turns, someone who just happens. That that's their gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I, I I totally agree. It's almost like Star Wars is political and mirrors real life a little bit, uh, which is I think part of the success. And and I think that you want to tell those people stories because all it does is enrich 
your universe. Yeah. So I, I again, and, and as you say, it is something that has been explored within Star Wars canon, just not necessarily within a series. But I think that that particularly would make a really good like anthology series yeah. of you tell little stories of the everyday person with either you know within the empire somebody that is just trying to get along and doesn't really want anything to do with the rebellion i, I think that there's a lot yeah. of interesting material to explore there would you consider ken in rebels uh give me the character for david yellow bucket oh nope uh, uh the oh that was in no, resistance the, the, the screaming at me oh uh, i talk about uh, uh callus yes Oh, so Callus, yeah. would you consider Callus one of those people? Because Callus starts out pretty evil. He's throwing, he's yeah. throwing his own stormtroopers off uh, the side of the. But then, but then he turns. I, I wouldn't consider that to be a story. Like the way I look at Callus is he's like a he's sort of like a Javert from Les Mis character, yeah. a like extremely lawful. And in his case, he was extremely lawful neutral almost in that he was just like well this is my job and this is what i'm going to do and i'm going to do it right and then through his interactions particularly with zeb he saw a lot of the changed. yeah yeah yes. yeah that's that's true his his he didn't arc, have to take the job no, yeah no, no. Off, right yeah we didn't know i don't we don't know as much about him and that he's an interesting character no but i look at him and Iden versio it's kind of the same yeah, raised yeah, yeah, yeah. to believe the empire was right on a on a, a planet unaffected right. by the problems and then later on kind of he's not the droid cleaner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, where, yeah. where right. her del Mico and these characters looked around so that's something not right. Yeah. But we don't know as much about Callus. And he's interesting. Or, or even, you know, you get a little bit of that. With, it, it, it's not so much a had to take the job, but a little bit of that perspective of these people are just put into those situations with Finn in the right. new start in the, the new trilogy. Yeah, yeah. He it, just was a stormtrooper. Right. That was Been, what he was born to be. And yeah. it just well, I do think Lost Stars does it the best. I think Lost oh, Stars when they have hundred like, percent when when Tarkin's there and he's recruiting, going through these like lower income planets mm -hmm. and they're recruiting and giving you this big because the Empire also knows how to sell itself mm. and it sold itself this basically they got a good marketing team they do and they sold themselves that they were the ones they were the good guys yeah. and they and they sold themselves as the everyone else fighting them that are are separatist supporters yeah. and mm -hmm. could rise up again those are the bad guys well and I think you see a little bit of that. Too two in Rebels with all of the um, stuff on Mandalore with, you know, Sabine having come from being in the Imperial Academy right. and, if, you know, the way that the world was, you did get that perspective of, well, we just kind of had this opinion of we couldn't really do anything else because otherwise, like, the Empire would just kill us all. There was a blockade around our planet. Right. Like, well, I do like, you know what I also liked about, I think it was, was it maybe Rebels? No, it wasn't Rebels. I don't remember what what canon material it was, but Ken, maybe you can help me out here too. But with Palpatine, they like Palpatine. The, what you what I always thought of? Okay, this guy's given announcements to everybody. They're going to see that mug with that bad breath, and they're going to go, oh, "We're going to trust." <laughs> yes, this I guy. trust him. But what we found out, and I can't remember where it shows was, up a lot. But uh, Battlefront Two, you see posters too. It's, it, it's, well, mm, but what it, it's, 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 it's a, himself altered. Yeah. It's it's yeah, what, yeah. it's how we saw him in Episode One. Yes, and he's talking, it's, and he's able to. They project, yeah, it's like they Senator they, Palpatine. Yeah, they yeah. project him as if he's still that guy. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant. And I don't forget where, where maybe it was it's, Battlefront. It's Battlefront yeah. 2 is not the only spot. It's popped up a lot. Of one of the there's look. Let's be honest. There's a lot of canon yeah, novels out. I forget which I, ones I've I'm read. Now I'm thinking that maybe you do see that in Rebels as well. Maybe, maybe. I think you do. Well, yeah, you, you do see a little bit of it towards the end there. Again, it all starts to run together. But yeah, yeah he, that's right. The whole Ezra yeah, thing at the end, they kind of. If, do it's that. fascinating. Yeah. And the Tam stuff. This is why. I, I really do love Star Wars Resistance, and I, I, I do want people to watch it. it it's, it's definitely geared, skewed younger Free at times. I, I get that. Um, but they're starting to creep in with these little things. And, and Tam brought it. This was an interesting point of, like, 
they kept us they kept us employed. They kept my father employed. And Jarek Jer- Eager's right. Well, you know, they weren't. It still wasn't right. But I look at, again. How many? I know I mention her a lot. But the character of Ray Sloan, her backstory is she was on a planet, um, uh, uh, kind of an under, uh, you know, a, a planet the Empire had kind of dominated, and she's in this underprivileged youth and was victims of crime. Her family was a victim of the crime. And the Empire comes in and cleans it up. Why wouldn't Ray Sloan right. look around and go, yeah. "I want to be part of that group that helped me"? So you see where that starts. Uh, Price yeah. too, right? Price had a not 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 uh, the same. Orenda Price. Yeah, because her, she was in a family novel. business, right? Mm-hmm. And the empire shut it down and right. shut it down, and everything. And then she gets she she's a little more maniacal. Oh. I think I think Renee, Ray Sloan has this great heart that just got high into the empire, and 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 that stuff that's fascinating. Yeah, stuff. yeah I yeah. agree. Uh, good question. All right, what's next? Um, all right, I'm trying to. Uh, um, oh, uh, Kelsey Williams asked uh, this question. Think the Sith knew about, quote, life after death. Can't recall any Sith interactions with Force Ghosts. After seeing what it takes to achieve it on uh, in Clone Wars, I don't see how a Sith could. Anakin's a potential outlier, but he achieved it after redemption. Great question. This comes up. Uh, I wish uh, I am not an expert on this at all. I wish someone like uh, yeah. you might be an expert. Mm. I, uh, but I wish Alex and Molly Damon were here with a video for me to understand and yes. learn from. Because um, there's a lot of ways. In general, the Sith don't have this power. Right. Uh, yeah. In general. Anakin was, I think, George just going, he's there. But what do you think? No, I do think that it's, we know that Qui-Gon is really the first one to kind of tap into it. Correct. And when he first did it, he couldn't project himself. He could just project his voice and he couldn't find physical form and eventually with by working then yoda figured out how to do it and it, it it took time to do so no i don't think the sith necessarily knew how to do it i think they knew other ways because sure they, i mean palpatine says as much with with plagueis and and that's why that's why i when i'm doing these theories for episode mm-hmm. nine if you wanted to you could tie it all back to plagueis now do i think we're going to see plagueis no i don't but i think that they could if they wanted to say well plagueis taught palpatine how to do all these tricks. So why isn't Palpatine using those tricks? Now that he's, you know, he got himself all blown up, but maybe he knows how to, maybe he knows how to come back. Sure. And if he's, uh, Voldemort figured it out. He should, I mean, listen, it was a complicated process, right. but he got there. He got there. Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, this is going to sound really far out of left field, but the whole idea of, you know, force ghost projections being particular to the Jedi and not to the Sith in the original fairy tale of Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid, which is not like the Disney movie no, at no. all. So what um, Sophia Coppola was going to do. Yeah, exactly. Time, yeah. And it's it's a really beautiful story. But the, the point of the original fairy tale is that some of The Little Mermaid's fascination with humans is that when they die, they, they, they have souls that live on and go to heaven. But like mermaids and other sort of magical creatures and stuff don't because they already have really long lifespans or whatever. So it's, and, and that ultimately she ends up gaining mm. a human soul when she chooses spoilers to not murder the prince um, so that she can live because he married another woman. So she dies, but then she's able to live on. And yeah. so I think that there is a little bit of that with the Jedi of like this, this and whole, why didn't Disney thing. do that version? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I got see kids none of that. None of that uh, came across in the little mermaid ride at California. <laughs> or, the, or the play, right? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it, it feels to me like right. the way that it's sort of being painted almost is that force ghosts are something you get by being good. Right. That's true. You know? The biggest yeah. question about all that is what, yeah. what happened to the crab inside of that story? You yeah. know, there wasn't one. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She did, didn't really talk did to fish. Did they sing in that version too? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, actually, yes. The singing, the sing? singing was singing always part happen. of the story. Oh. She always oh. had a beautiful Under voice. The sea? 
Uh, yeah, you know, it no, was, I think no, it was no, more no. of just See, a, a general. I, you're breaking our hearts, though. You know this, right? All right. Final of that for me, it, it's it's one of the fascinating things that Rebels, the world between worlds, yes. and all that stuff. Um, uh, Palpatine and his obsession with, we'll say, the occult, but really mm-hmm. it's a dark side and that kind of. Yeah, we got the galaxy, uh, Tarkin, everyone. We're going to run this. I'm looking for things out here in the unknown region. I'm looking for immortality yeah. and that kind of stuff. And that's a little bit of what the world between worlds was about and why he was obsessed with it. That That is, to me, kind of their answer. Yeah. To the Force Ghost. And whether or not they even know, I don't know if Palpatine at that time knew mm-hmm. that, that, you know, you could do that if, yeah. if that was happening. I'm so interested now. I mean, yeah. I, I am getting more and more hyped for episode nine as we get closer because there's so much that they can do. So much that they can do. And, and, and to link in, like I said, just a little bit, a little bit of fan service. Let's yeah. see what happens. Okay, let's do, uh, let's do one more. Uh, one more. Okay, that one's about force powers. Uh, I don't want to do that. Um, uh, you do a fantasy casting. Sure. Fantasy casting. All right. Derek Stokely asked this question. Do you think we'll see talent such as uh, Scarlett Johansson or and Catherine Winnick cast in the Benioff and White Star Wars Cinematic Trilogy? But this raises the question of what kind of performance do you want in these movies? Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to, I think Jon Snow is going to pop up. I was going to say, it's just going to be the cast of Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no, but I do think, I do think Kit Harrington's going to show up. I think he will too. I, I, yeah. from, from what we hear is that he really wants to be in. Definitely, I think Amelia Clark was talking Amelia about Clark that. Amelia Clark said yeah, yeah. that, yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. He wants to be in Star Wars badly. Uh, he knows some people that can make it happen. <laughs> so, and I also think he, he's been crim- criminally underused in other movies that he's been in. Like, there was that really bad movie, The Seventh Son. Oh, yeah. Awful movie. He's in the beginning, and, and nothing against Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes is like the star of that movie. Mm-hmm. Switch them up. Right. Let, let, sure. let Kit Harrington take that role because then he was in that awful Pompeii, but he was good in that movie. He's good in everything yeah. he does. He's just in crap. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's really good. He's he smolders, of, man. He smolders. He's just been in a lot of crap, and I think that you could put him, and wouldn't it be great to see him in the, if it is indeed in the Old Republic as one of like the first Jedi? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. could you separate Jon Snow? I could. But, you know, maybe the other people can't. But well, that's, I think but that's a big question, and I, I want to hear your thoughts, too, Emma. But, like, I, I, it's, it's, we, I heard you talk about the He-Man thing the other day. Yeah. I was making flapjacks while watching Collider Live in nice. the background. I like and, that you uh, listen to it when you're, when you're eating your foods. What's that? I like that you listen to Collider Live. Yeah, I put it on, foods. and, you know, I mostly just stick around for Mark Riley's in the corner in a, oh. in a sweater vest. But, um, <laughs> Wearing nice vests. He's been looking very good. Um, but you guys are talking about He-Man. Yes. And, like, mm-hmm. unknown, unknown. And I, I am generally in that camp too but i like seeing some i think i can separate it it, it sometimes mm-hmm. takes you out of not yeah. just star wars but any property game of thrones is mm-hmm. sometimes i love that they cast day players and guest stars of so well but you know ian mcshane shows up and that was great and right. he's so good he transcends that but he's you know he's not elite so i don't know uh, what kind of performer do you want yeah i i mean i'm definitely more of the unknown train i think that star wars has had a really good track record with their unknowns but i do think that it is going to be something along the lines of Game of Thrones in that you will have this good mix. Because coming into Game of Thrones, you know, you had Sean Bean playing Ned Stark. Right. But then, like, you didn't really know who, like, Kit Harington or Richard Madden or, yeah. uh, you know, Lee Sophie Clark, Turner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily Clark, like, any of the kids were. So it's I think... Like, yeah. well, Charles Dance, like, that guy's from Trading right. Places. Yes, but here's a problem with that theory, yeah. is that with television, mm-hmm. you can get away with that. It's true. Because you're, in television, a lot of times, but, you're, you're connected to the premise of it. Sure. And sure. said, let me try this out. Uh, and see what it was. That's how I felt about Game of Thrones, because I knew Sean Bean. 
I was yeah. not sure know anybody. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and it was fantasy, yeah. so I'm in. And then once, once Game of Thrones hooks you because it's so outrageous inside of it's, it's right. Lord of the, it's rated our Lord of the Rings. So what? So then what you're saying is that because what Benioff and Weiss are bringing to the table is a totally new Star Wars story, it doesn't have any of the previously established characters. You think they're going to be less likely to cast unknowns? Because I mean, you look That's at exactly what J.J. Abrams' yeah. film, yes. and obviously, like at the time, most of the cast was Who's relatively Daisy, unknown. Right, yeah, but Daisy J. Redley. right, but what J.J. Abrams had going for him was two things. Continuation of sure. the saga that we loved, yep. and it had Harrison Ford, uh, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill attached. Great, and so and Oscar Isaac was known ish. Yeah, yeah he was borderline. But no, you, you you're building those characters. I and I want to make a mix of two, and I think that for a Benioff and Weiss thing, if they mm. indeed do it back in the day, you're going to need a big star to get people mm-hmm. in the theater. That Star Wars fans are going to go. I mean, Star Wars yeah, fans are going to see it, but. For other fans, like if it's like, oh, well, who's in it? Uh, it's just a bunch of people. Well, I don't know. It's just another Star Wars movie. Uh, then why do I want to see it? That's oh, fair. wait, but, but, but Tom Hardy's in it or, or right. Michael Fassbender's in it or, or whoever. Charlie Theron's in it. You know, whoever it might be, you need at least one big star to, to grab seats for those casual fans yeah. if it's going to be in the Old Republic. I, I agree with that in terms of business yeah. now, and I think uh, they'll pull a lot of background players. There's also a lot of Game of Thrones actors, because they cast in the U.K., who are in the Star Wars yeah. movies now. Right. Yeah, they Aaron, are. Uh, Captain Kennedy is, is, is uh, you know, my favorite is, is uh, Shaga, who likes axes. So it's like there's a lot of things there, a lot of, a lot of times, a lot of crossovers. So um, i like to see that kind of continue. The, yeah. big, the biggest one I want is Raman Jawadi to come do the music. Oh, yes. Uh, that's what I yeah, want yeah. For, the, for this oh, series. Oh, definitely. Uh, after, after seeing him in concert just wailing on an electric You're welcome. Yeah. That, that, thank you. Hey, <laughs> thanks for sending me to that. Okay there, there Christian. Go. It was See? good. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Appreciate I, that. I, yeah, I need people to let me know when I'm when I've done things. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's 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 move on. All right. So let's, let's, guys, thank you so, in life. In life. <laughs> in life it's in life. time. Thank you for everything that you guys have done as far as supporting this show. Like I said, if you're at Star Wars Celebration, go on over to um, theshmodownlive.com. Get your tickets there. We will also be there at the panel on Friday and on Sunday. So come check us out for sure. Follow us all here on, on Twitter. Subscribe to Collider Podcast wherever they can be found. Every show. If you are a big boxing fan or even if you aren't, you should go check out Sports Time because Lennox Lewis is a pretty intriguing guy. Go and check it out. Thank you guys very much. We will see you next time for Emma and Ken. I'm me. See you next time. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. 
When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.